0: Welcome back to You Better You Bet brought to you by Bet MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL network.
1: Wednesday here on You Better You Bet Nick Costos Ken Barkley on the BetQL network and what a special treat we've got for everybody right now because joining us here on the show two like like very famous comedians movie stars, television stars, and most importantly, of course, because the movies are cool, the Netflix specials are cool, but let's be real. The most important thing is the podcast that these two guys do, sponsored by our show sponsor, the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. That podcast is anything better. I listened to it this morning uh, while I was working out, humble brag, and uh, laughed quite a bit. I agree, by the way. The Buffalo Bills fan that was crying after the Bills lost to the Chiefs, that is the reason why countries get invaded. I think we should kind of like watch our backs here at the United States of America. So joining us Right now on the show, Bill Burr and Paul Versey, and we are very uh, happy to welcome them in here to You Better You Bet to talk some Super Bowl and to uh, to shoot the shit with us here on You Better You Bet. Bill and Paul, uh, thanks for joining us. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. Uh, I guess, Bill, we'll start with you. How's it going?
2: It's going all right. You know, I, I had some decent picks last weekend. The Lions had the backdoor cover. I knew the 49ers were going to win, and I knew, uh, although I didn't see the Lions, you know, Going, what do you got? You guys look sad over there. Let's let's try to inject some hope into what? you. <laughs> let's go for I the really kill like show in the third well, quarter. I'm
1: I'm kinda sitting here being like, if you knew what was gonna happen in that game, like where were you? How come you didn't come on the show last week to tell us? Could have saved me no, the heartache. I, I knew the, the, win winners win the were gonna,
2: I listen, Nick, I knew I knew the fucking I I knew the Chiefs were gonna win, the same way I know that they're gonna win no. the Super Bowl. And everybody just sits there. Everybody jumps on Tony Romo. Oh my God, when is he going to stop blowing this guy? And it's like, when are you (laughs) going to stop acting like you played professional football? Tony did. You didn't. He's telling you he's the best. He's giving you a winner. He's giving you a winner every week. It's like, without saying it, he's like, put your money on these guys. And they went into Buffalo and they fucking won. And then they went into Baltimore and they won there. And they're going to go to Vegas. You know, and they're going to win there too. And you bet early. When all these morons who don't know about football are gonna, you know, push the line for the uh for the forty niners because they're ball watching morons. I'm
3: telling you, Kansas City.
2: can you agree right. with that? Kansas City, yeah, here
3: I, I come. I had I had like blowing Tony Romo and, and all that stuff. So that was my first question. So now we can just move on to some other stuff. That was pretty good. Uh what uh do you guys bet on anything else? You just bet on football? Like I we we've never met before. Is it just football like you know the NFL or do you bet we do pretty much everything on this show? Do you guys bet other stuff too?
0: I mean I'll bet nah, pay- just,
3: just
2: football. Yeah. I'm I'll personally, Go ahead, but
0: football yeah. is mainly, you know, football is you know what uh, we do on the show. We don't really talk about anything else. But if there's something that I really love in something else, I'll bet on like UFC if I like it. But NFL is you know, NFL is my shit.
1: So uh, totally, to, to, I think we would agree with that. That's our show slogan, actually. You uh, you better, you bet the NFL. It's our shit, yeah. Paul. Yeah, do you think do, like
3: you think? do you think Tony
1: Romo's a good broadcaster? Do you like watching him call games? I do. I mean, I I like it just because
0: um, it's cool to see a guy that played the game actually know what's going to happen. I know some people don't like that. I enjoy when Tony says, look, I would do this here and then that that's what happens. Um, But I want to say something about the Lions game, because I, I, you know, I'm on a platform where I can do that because it's only so much of. Me and Bill sending audio messages to each other, banging our heads against the wall, calling friends, texting people. But um, make no mistake, Dan Campbell lost that game for them. Stop it's it. Not, it's not. He did. He did. No. I really believe that he did. I think. I think that this whole thing of, oh, well, that's what they did all year. It's not all year, though. You're in the NFC Championship game on the 30-yard line, and it's fourth and three. And you're going to get the fan base going nuts. What you do is you take the points. You take the points there. John Madden takes the points there. Bill Parcells takes the points there. You go up three scores. Hold on, I just got to get this out. I just got to get this out. You go up. Listen, when when San Francisco you match 49ers what they just up, did. What?
2: You negate what they just did. They come out, we've got to score some points. They bend, no, don't break. You, they you, let the field go. You guys, goal. You you guys go don't match really, their field goal. You
1: guys are way too smart to actually, like, like we talked about Bill's fan crying Shut is why this country up, gets invaded. Don't ever
2: no, don't no, introduce no, a fucking no way, point man, with you're way too smart for that. On.
1: No, it's a, that's what no, does. no, come right. on. Like, like, you when, don't make enough money to get a full sleeve, so I'm not going to believe anything
2: that you're saying.
1: That's how the country gets invaded is when we take the points instead of going for the touchdown. Football is. Be aggressive, guys. Come on
2: that yeah. is that you just said nothing you just literally <laughs> said nothing in a high register you just
1: Did
0: said nothing
2: really you're in the
0: nfc championship, championship game dude you're in the game. let me NFC tell you championship
2: something They kick that field goal nikki half sleeves yeah that's when i know you're going to be successful when your tattoos go down to your wrist like every <laughs> other barista out there
3: is it is it possible that
2: field goal it, what happens is it possible you go to commercial you go to commercial,
3: But okay? you're assuming it's going to go in. And just
2: sitting there dejected. Yeah. If I could finish this point, they're sitting there dejected. They come back from commercial. What happens? Special teams are out there. You're lulling them to sleep. Okay, the second you, first of all, you decide to go for it, the whole fucking place stands up because it's like, oh my God, this is an opportunity. Dude, San Francisco's If they kick that field goal and they make it, they drag their asses off. Their offense drags their ass off the bench. You fucking injected life into them. They leapt up. And all of a sudden, the momentum switches. The Lions aren't playing loose anymore. They're like, oh, fuck, we got to stop these guys. They scored that touchdown. It was a turning point of the game. 49er fans did not sit down for the rest of the game. They were all sitting down next to their wine and cheese picnic baskets going, why did I spend this money on these tickets? And then they were like, wow, this is a boring game. Let's make it exciting. Let's yeah, go for a to, kill shot in the what, third quarter, which does not exist.
0: Yeah. And to, yeah. to add to that, I think if it's fourth and one, maybe. But fourth and three from the 30, now you go back up three scores and you calm the you calm the you not only calm the fans down, but you calm your team down to go, look, they got a field goal. Now we're back out. We got another field goal. It's three scores. I think they put panic in the I, I think Dan Campbell, man. I don't know. I think the Lions, worst case scenario, they go to overtime. Best case, the guy knocks down two forty-something yard field goals. They win the game. Uh, that's and the whole
2: I... theory of, like, this is what we did all year. Yeah, in the regular season, a bunch of bunch of bunch against a bunch of teams. You're not going to see in January. You don't do that against the 49ers with all those weapons.
3: You, you think if Reynolds you just not What do you say, it?
1: Nick? What say you, Nick? I disagree. I disagree completely. Josh Reynolds catches the ball. We're not having this conversation. He's wide open. Like, would he would you catch you it, go win the game.
3: Like if he caught yeah, the I know, ball, but, would you be on every show that, yelling
1: about? That's something that can
2: happen on fourth down.
1: But the, the kicker can also miss the kick, though. You're making it like... It's right. like you exactly. push a and you so get three what points. The what if, what if he like misses? The, the kicker's ever. terrible. What if he misses?
2: He's not terrible.
1: You're he's just saying he's terrible
2: because you're trying did... to make your point here. Nick, there's no reason to yell. Kicker. If you actually had a good point, you wouldn't have to be screaming oh, and yelling.
1: No, I like to scream I... and yell.
2: You're, you know that. what it is? You grew so... up playing Madden football, and you think that's, that's real life.
1: I did grow up playing Madden football. That is 100% accurate.
2: All right. Listen. Listen, the guy should have caught the ball. He didn't. All right, but I think the odds of missing that field goal versus something bad happening, like them stopping you on a run, stringing the thing out, bad snap. There's so many things that can go wrong. If everybody's into analytics, like for some reason, analytics does not take into uh, into into consideration momentum and psychology, like where they were, dude. That stadium was quiet.
1: What about the second one, Bill? What about the second one? The second field goal down by th- the second, fourth down decision. Would you have kicked there? Or you think they were right to go for it to try and score a touchdown? Down 27 I'm not
2: going to judge that one. The one that I judge, and this is what I see. I see this all the time. I see teams before the halftime are going for what they think is the kill shot. It's just the way that they've changed the rules of the game that is so pro-offense because that gets the casual fan, which explains Taylor Swift which everybody's so confused why they keep showing her, it's because even if they could show her a thousand more times during the game, all of us football fans who are threatening that we wouldn't watch, they know we're not going anywhere. They know we have nothing better to do. We've built our lives around this. They're trying to get the casual Swifty fan so they can see what she's wearing. It's just one of those things, what are they called, expanding their brand. It's another revenue stream. That's all they're doing. So my thing is, what it is, is you have your foot on the neck, you keep your your foot on their neck to do this cowboy shit in January. It's just it's it's just it's it's something like if if, you, if you're going to do that, you might as well have some fan in the upper deck coaching your team. I've on that whole idea of. I have a buddy of mine that says field goals are for losers, and I'm like, all right, Adam they Vinatieri. Aren't. They aren't. The Patriots won three, and the Colts won one. With the field goal, yeah, like, they're but, not.
1: But the Patriots were never going to go for fourth down with a tie game in the Super Bowl. Of course, they were going to
2: kick with Vinnitelli. Uh, it's funny that you say that. that you know year way. we were undefeated. You know what yeah, happened? What with that year we were undefeated against the Giants. Yeah, your head coach, we got arrogant and left line on the block first the drive. Defensive line. Look at Nick. Nick doesn't like when you make a point. Can I finish? Just, just saying. You that, get your glasses all steamed up again. In that year we were undefeated. We go in against the Giants. Our first drive, we go down. We're like on their 40-yard line. They stop us. Rather than kicking it, we went for it, and we didn't get it. Stupid. Total momentum shift. It was stupid. That's that cowboy, like, you know, you you dance with what brung you. I'm going for it. You know, America. Stupid. It's stupid football. I remember when I was a kid, when they grew up, they said, missed extra points, come back to haunt you, and they did.
0: Well, yeah, I remember uh, Chris Collinsworth said a bunch of times, Chris Collinsworth goes, man, if they would have went for that field goal and taken those points, we'd be in a different situation now. Plus, here's the other thing, too. This is the last thing I'll say about it. I mean, we could agree to disagree. The ball's on the 30, man. This is not a field goal that's far. And so, so, so even if he takes one of them, you know, I think that that kicker makes one of the two. So let's say he misses one. At least if he makes one from the 30, then you are still got a shot for overtime. That's all I'll say. I just think yeah, that makes catch, catch you. Don't yeah. give them don't the mean, ball.
2: Make them catch you. Yeah. I don't
1: mean to uh, to relitigate Super Bowl Forty Two, where uh, our Giants beat the undefeated Patriots. It was really awesome. It was really great, February 3rd, 2008. Wouldn't you say that the real reason the Patriots lost that game is because Bill Belichick refused to have someone else blocking the Giants' defensive line and just sat there with only the five offensive linemen, and they couldn't block them the entire game? I would say that that was the reason why they lost.
2: No, I would say that the worst thing about that Super Bowl is the Giants never got credit for winning it. Really? Even the way you framed it as a Giants fan, it's not that the Giants won and, and were on the road the whole time and it was one of the great Super Bowl runs of all time. It's that they beat the undefeated New England Patriots. And most people, when they look at that season, they don't even understand the whole season to begin with. So that's how you end up looking at it. You ignore the fact that we it took us to the last play to beat them in December and it took them to their last you know drive to beat us. It was two juggernauts going against each other. And the biggest thing that happened to us, which really fucked us that year, was Spygate. Was when Mangini ratted us out for something, and most football fans didn't realize that that was totally legal up until that year. And it didn't say that you couldn't have a camera anywhere in the stadium. It just said you couldn't do it on the sideline. And the Patriots were guilty of ignoring that rule. So then, guys like Steve Young... We're going, they should take all their titles away, which was stupid because it wasn't illegal up until that point. So then they started questioning our entire fucking legacy, and then Belichick and Brady got mad and said, oh, yeah, this is what we could have been doing. And there was a four-week period where we were running up the score like a college football team in the 80s trying to win the, the the BCS championship. And then after that, every every game we played from mid-October on was a playoff game. Because everyone was like, you're not going to embarrass us. I mean, we played the Ravens on, like, Monday night football It was a Monday November. night game, yeah. Yeah, yep, yeah before the game. People were waving towels like it was the AFC championship game. And the bottom line was our defense, once you got past our front four, you were going against, you know, we had, like, 38-year-old junior Seau. And we were a very beatable team. The Cowboys almost beat us. We had a lot of things that we were almost beating. But what it was, was the 24-hour news networks, the Spygate thing, and all of this bullshit. It was the Taylor Swift thing. Let's just, this is the story. Go with this. It's kind of like the Buffalo Bills. Wide right fits perfectly into their story. So they're not going to analyze that game and say that Buffalo is not ready for primetime, played a sloppy game, and even if they made that field goal, it just would have been tied, and they still would have lost because Kansas City is a better um organization they're just going to go with the wide the two worst words in buffalo wide right and they just it's like every time they show the patriots when they have a home game they always they used to now that we have a lighthouse in the stadium they don't they would always show like a lighthouse and some fisherman tiling sailors like sailor knots i lived in massachusetts for 30 years i never went to a lighthouse and i never met a fucking fisherman but that's who we were that's who we were. So it's all like, if you want to, like, as a football fan, want to talk about that game is the giants. That was one of the great teams of all time. And you know, they were every bit as good as the Patriots and either team could have won that day. Same way in December. And that's what happened. We won the first time they won the second time. That's what really happened. But guys like you with half a sleeve, got to walk well, around two, and like I memorize the sleeves. day just to be clear, and, and the get, two and get, like, Custom pajamas that say, Hey, Paul, all these years I've known you, have I ever brought the, up the 2004 Red Sox? Do I tell you the date and all that stuff? It's so stupid. You have 27 no, I... championships. We're never going to catch you. That uh, is true. You know, we lost you know, that
3: day. Who gives a shit? You know? To be fair, I, we I went grew to up in Massachusetts. nine, we won six. I never went to a lighthouse. Who? who? I, I went to like huh? the Natick Mall. I went to Jordan's Furniture. I never went to a lighthouse. I never went to a I grew up to Massachusetts too. So I'm with you on that one. I want to, I want to ask Paul something too, because you, you gave him a ton of shit. I listened to the last episode of the podcast about like, you know, championships and like him bringing up, like, you know, he was a Yankees fan. Like he could just bring up 27 championships when somebody would bring up something. And, and he was Paul. I feel like you're really, I don't even know if it was quietly. You're really optimistic on the Knicks. And he was, like, Bill kind of crushed you a little bit because, like, well, the Celtics, like, we'll see when we get there, all this stuff. We do this on our show all the time. Nick's a huge I Knicks fan. I was joking fan. with
2: them, sir. I, oh, I
3: got I you. Watched the,
2: I watched the Knicks. I root for the Knicks because I want Paul to be happy. I watched him last there they, they had an eight or nine-game winning streak. I know what's you, going on with those guys.
3: You think You think if they play – who do you think wins if they play in the playoffs, though? <laughs> but right The Celtics and the Knicks?
0: Right yeah. now? I yeah. mean, that's, Yeah, I think I mean, the Celtics
2: so- win. But, like, I won't be mad if the Knicks win.
0: No, the Celtics are, look, man, Jason Tatum is, Jason Tatum is as good as you get in the NBA, man. He's he's a dream to have on a team, and, uh, you know, he's I, he's a big game player. So, you know, I love what Brunson's doing, right? You know, who knows if the Knicks can get a shooter off the bench and maybe we have a good series with them, but I, I'm, I'm scared of the Celtics right now. I don't think anybody could say that they're not. Um, I'll tell you what, I, I think the Celtics are are, I would rather play the Milwaukee Bucks than the Celtics. So I love what the Knicks are doing, but I think the Celtics right now are the better, still the better team. Um, but I love how the I love how the Knicks are now. I root
2: for the Milwaukee Bucks because I didn't like that little sports reporter asking, uh, what's his face, if he thought the season was a failure. You think this season's a failure? Some fucking loser sports guy. He just wanted this adonis of a man to say that he failed, so his dick could feel a little bigger that night. <laughs>
1: Well, Giannis, Giannis did kind of like to be fair, like put him in his put him in his place a little bit there. Uh, why, Paul? Why don't you like Milwaukee?
0: No, I. It's not that I don't like Milwaukee. It's that as a Nick, or fan, you don't not think as,
1: like you'd rather face them. You'd rather face Milwaukee than Boston. Why? Why? Why are you more confident facing Milwaukee?
0: I I think we ma- I, for some reason I think we match up. I think we match up with them better from what I've seen, and um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm. I'm more afraid of Jason Tatum than I am of Giannis.
3: Makes sense. Well, uh, let's do some more Super Bowl. Just because, Bill, you were saying you like the cheese before. Paul, are you the same way? You like Mahomes as a dog in the game? You have a, a strong feel for it.
0: Everything about me says San Francisco should win the game, and everything about me also says that you can't go against Mahomes in this game. Um, the old me, I think. I think the old me years ago would have just went heavy <laughs> on San Francisco. <laughs> Uh, Bill. Yeah, Bill's laughing because he knows what I mean. Yeah, um, <laughs> dude. Every time I go against Mahomes, and believe me, I'd love to see. I'd love to see Taylor Swift upset, crying. I'd love to see Travis Kelsey and them walk down with the, You know, Andy Reid. I love Andy Reid, but I love to see the Chiefs go down. I just don't see it happening. I don't see it happening. I think that. Mahomes in that pressure game, in that big game, thrives in that moment. I think Andy Reid is great in that moment. Kelsey finds a way in the middle to get those yards when he needs the yards. Plus, uh, what's his name? Isaiah Pacheco reminds me of um, Ahmad Bradshaw, that hard runner that just, like, will do anything for those yards. I just feel like they have everything they need to win. And I also will say I think the Chiefs' defensive line is underrated. Jones is great. I think the, de- the the Chiefs' defense is not talked about enough because everyone's talking about Mahomes. I, I it's going to be really hard for me. I am not making my final decision, but right now I am Chiefs all day.
1: They have uh, they have a Greek Karlaftis on the, uh, the defensive <laughs> line, also, which we really like. All right, so both of you guys like the Chiefs. I I kind of like the Chiefs also. Same train of thought. I, I don't want to lose money betting against Patrick right, Mahomes, Nick, and I think if I do, I am
2: good. Yeah. Nick, here is my question for you: Taylor Swift does she write about tra- a song about Travis? During the relationship or after?
1: I think uh real head. Can I ask you let um, me ask you a question? Do you think like they're gonna uh, get married? Like do you think this is gonna extend for a long time?
2: No. Then oh, after, for no. sure.
1: I would cause I would say like let's say they I, get like I engaged sometime it's after it's the just Super Something.
2: Bowl. A, I just think his genes are way stronger than hers. Which is weird <laughs> because she's like a gangster business person. I was gonna say just Oh, dude, she is killing these corporate people. She's like a fucking hero of mine. She figured it all out. Right. The way that the the way that the the the, the robber barons eliminate everybody, she eliminated them and went right to the money. And they're all they're crying about her, saying what she's doing is fucked up. She turned their game on them. So I think she's mentally stronger, but I just feel he's like a giant grizzly bear. So I mean, I don't know, man. You're just gonna have a bunch of like, I don't know if she wants a bunch of hairy little kids.
1: I was gonna ask who you think's gonna win, who you think's gonna win MVP, but let me ask you this because this has been like a big story nationally recently. I, it doesn't bother me at all. I kind of like, I kind of like it, her being at the games and them showing her constantly. Uh, too much Taylor Swift, just enough Taylor Swift, not enough Taylor Swift, in your guy's estimation at these games.
2: I would say I, compared to the amount of times they showed Drake during the Raptors thing, it's like <laughs> they're barely even showing her. They showed Drake more than they showed the head coach of the Raptors. And then there was that guy there, the, the sweetheart of a dude, the Middle Eastern guy, who the whole time, they like when they sucked, he went to every home and away game, and then they got good, and Drake yeah. jumped on the coattails, and all I did was show him. Uh, I think yeah. she writes a breakup song, by the way. And did I you forget it, I... about me, Mr. No Special Team? <laughs> it's like a bit like <laughs> <laughs> what
1: <is> she, she's a Lannis Morris now? I mean, <laughs> <Right>. it's
2: <laughs> gonna be like a <laughs>
1: Which, but by the way, it's a, it's, a, it's a great song, but I mean, Taylor yeah. Swift doesn't need to do a lot of more a set. I don't, when I actually When you're dancing thought...
2: for yourself and the and zone. <laughs> I think it's been real. <laughs> I think he dumps her. Uh,
1: <laughs> and you yeah. get vaccinated and commercials for Pfizer. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah.
2: And you hang uh, out with Patrick uh, and of <laughs> my mother. I think. Uh, <laughs> and you're still open. And I'm here <laughs> to remind you.
1: I don't think that's took <laughs> in the, the shut.
2: To <laughs> We're writing a song for her. I loved that song when it came out because all dumb chicks just like to say duplicity because it made them feel smart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's like when that guys, song
2: when I was growing up, dumb guys like that who song Eminence Front. And then funny somebody goes, Whoa. What does eminence mean? It well, uh, means mean shit's fucked up. <laughs>
1: well, they, they say, what is eminence front? And the answer would be, the lyrics, by the way, if yeah. you want to know, are like low-key, like very dirty. Would she go down on you in the theater? I'm like, I talk about blowing this guy in a movie theater. This was like a number one song That's in the 90s. what didn't marry her.
2: The 90s were fucked up, That's man. not the mother of your kids blowing you in a fucking AMC <laughs> cinema. That was on her.
1: Hey, you,
0: the funniest thing say is say that Say something for TV the honeymoon. Cool that was about David Coulier. And I heard somebody went up to him at Caroline's Comedy Club when he was that in the can't green be room. True. No, yeah, yeah no, yeah. He, it, it's about- Johnny from he Full House? Joey. Yeah, yes. the guy from Full House. That's the guy Joey she was him. singing about.
3: And hey, don't confuse his, his to- character
2: on TV with how he was slinging it off stage. <laughs>
3: Oh, fair enough. Good, fair enough. <laughs> Everywhere yeah, you go, the, show
1: the There's puppet. a girl oh. going down <laughs> the movies. <laughs> <laughs> when lost
3: at them. <laughs> when you lost out there, when golden about to
1: start, down it's on her knees convenient. and pull down my pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: All right, no, this uh, is where we've arrived.
0: This uh. This comedian went up to him in the green room at Caroline's, and they go, "Hey, dude, is it true that that Alanis Morse set is about you?" And I heard he just gave the comedian the, the dirtiest look and walked out. But yeah, it's about him, which is hilarious.
1: But why wouldn't he like that? I feel like you'd wear that like a badge of honor. Like that song's about yeah. you. I think it's kind
0: of it badass. when no? you
2: played the game, you don't need to talk about it.
0: And Fair they've enough. been doing it since the '90s. That's why I asking them since the '90s? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what about this? Travis Kelsey catches a game-winning touchdown in the Super Bowl and then proposes to Taylor Swift on the field afterwards.
3: That's well, a possibility. That, right? You know, you That's can bet on that. It? It's like uh, it's like that. twenty to one now. You would bet on it, like at a big price.
0: Not at a big price, but I'd throw, you know, I'd throw that maybe in a parlay. No, You're gonna
2: best a pass line on that. He's not doing that. You guys, who do, who
1: do you guys think is gonna win our MVP if the Chiefs win?
2: Mahomes. Mahomes. They'll give it to him. No matter what Pacheco I, does, they'll give it to I gotta him. I'm going to tell you. They you can. Tell, that, tell them what They amount of minutes that Pacheco eats up and the fact that you can put him out wide and he and he has hands like a receiver. I actually, he's like, a, he's like a leaner, taller, like like Roger Craig, who never gets brought up enough. That guy was showing the future of what that position they wanted. Like, dude, back in the day, you threw a four-yard pass to a running back, there was like an 80% chance he'd drop it. They just couldn't catch. And that guy came along, knees high. But he didn't
1: run with like ferocity though, like the way Pacheco. Like Craig, I looked at. He was more like Thurman Thomas, both Hall of Famers. Don't get me wrong. Pacheco Uh is kind of like strikes me as like special breed of that. Where Roger was more not finesse, but I don't know if Roger was like quite as physical as Pacheco. Roger was
2: ferocious. If you don't think that guy was a ferocious runner, you got to go to NFL films.
1: I thought Thurman was slightly better, but both Hall of Famers.
2: I don't All right. Well, well, whatever. Well, there's a generational gap between you and you and me, Nick. But I think we're going to find we're going to find our common ground. We did with the Lannis Moore set. Yes. You guys both like to sing. That was it.
3: Yeah, I love it. Can I can I say on Kelsey MVP real quick? Can I say on because you both don't think Kelsey's going to win? Right. You, you like can. Mahomes or Pacheco. Yeah. What if what if I told you the fans vote for MVP? Would that change your mind? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, well, they're twenty percent. I said it would. They're 20% Because the then book. I think
2: it comes down to being cute.
3: Yeah, I agree. Which I don't know. The two I mean, of them, he's... they're
2: not exactly lookers, either one of them. They're both uh, <laughs> oh, they're middle of the on. pack you, guys.
3: Yeah.
2: They're that middle Taylor of the pack guys. More...
1: T- game recognizes Spe- game. A here, <laughs> Kelsey's a specimen. <laughs> yeah. t- Kelsey's like a specimen. Taylor
3: looks like he's I mean, He,
2: he looks like he drives like a garbage truck.
3: Yeah. I mean, these are like. These are She's these are true. like ninety eight percentile right. people in right. on Earth. I think probably compared to a lot of people. I don't know if I'm saying that. Actually, we West, our video Joe producer wrote Taylor six one.
0: Yes, Joe Montana bad. was a good looking man. Joe Montana, that's a good looking man. Okay, Travis Kelsey. I'd is say the, the best
2: looking a- chief traded to the Dolphins. I would say he was the best looking guy on there.
3: Who? Tyreek.
2: What's his face? Number ten there that they traded. I, I got two little kids. Yeah, I don't Tyre remember Hill. the names. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill was better looking than Patrick Mahomes. Oh my God, guys! I'd have to say he was the cutest Kansas City Chief for the last seven years. Okay. All right.
0: My heart uh, was broken. This show I'm is
2: just officially like he's getting all off that vitamin realm. D down there in Miami.
1: <clears throat> all right. Well, uh, guys, this was this was awesome. So just to get it on record here, uh, Chiefs for both of you guys right now. If we like lock these bets in, do you reserve the right to change your minds.
2: I'm locked in my Paul Paul's still on the fence. Nick, that's why I got a question from you. First drive of the game, Kansas City, they get to the fucking 49ers 18. It's fourth and two. Are you kicking the field goal or are you going up top? (laughs) Well, I, I, I think
1: that definitely go for it. I'm a, I'm a, listen, we we established here, <laughs> right, I'm a Madden player. Right. Like, 100% I go for it.
2: All right, I was just that, you, like, know, I
1: didn't know if do that you was think... a
2: second half thing, first half. You like the whole game. So, you like, you wouldn't I'm have a... a punter.
1: And, uh, well, yeah, there are situations where you kick the field goal and situations where you punt. So So, AFC Championship game. Andy Reid goes for it very early on fourth down, and then John Harbaugh does the same thing, goes for it on fourth and two in his own territory. They both get the first down. So before those plays happen on Sunday, are you screaming at the TV, like, why aren't you punting the ball, that you should be punting I just
2: here? think the downside of both of those, I, 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 I an interesting thing. I think the downside of doing that on the road is infinitely more catastrophic than if you're a home team. I would add that to the analytics. Because if you fuck that up, your fans are still going to be with you and they'll, yeah. they'll still get going. You can ride off of their momentum. But if you pull that move on the road, especially with the crowd that is out of the game, and you know there was some sweater-wearing fucking 49ers fans that were already starting to think about beating the traffic before they started going there, and you woke all of them up. So that's, I don't know. I, uh... It's my big thing. Well, Listen, I'm not saying, like, a lot of times like, I'll be like, why are they going for the two-point conversion, and they get it. I'm not saying I'm 100% right on this, but what I don't like is when that doesn't work out, the rest of the game the announcers don't talk about it going like, hey, you know, this new style, yeah. you know, with the analytics and stuff, there's this major downside to it that really turned this game around and nobody talks about it. So, that, I mean, I'm definitely the old guy saying, get off my lawn. No, I'll give you that, Nick. And I'm not even saying I'm 100% right. Earlier, I was. No,
1: but I, I don't think
0: you're this the old
2: guy. This is before I on... sang with you, Nick, and fell in love with you. Earlier. Yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> and,
1: and I'll make sure I get your, your old mac McLatte at the end of the interview as well. There's, All right, thank you. <laughs>
2: no, no. <Here's>, uh... <laughs> so, I, I, I'm not 100%, you know, because there's a lot of times I'm screening with the TV by myself at home, and then it, it works, and then I go, well, it shows you what the fuck I know. But, like... I, I, maybe I'm too conservative in that fucking moment, whereas Paul was saying they went out, they scored a field goal for you to come back down and kick a field goal and match. And then they're like, fuck, we got to score again. Our defense can't stop them. And the gate and like, there was such the, the risk reward to that. I didn't agree with. How about that? Can, uh, uh, I think that's a fair enough point, Paul. Go ahead.
0: Uh, Nick, what I what I would say is too like going to your to going to your um, scenario of you go down or Bill's scenario, you go down to the eighteen yard line. You know, Bill Parcells said something, and Bill Parcells has multiple Super Bowls, and everybody on this show has zero. And you know what he said? He said when there's a zero on the board, and you can get points, you have to get your first points. So he's basically saying that if you're in the red zone and you have an opportunity to get points, and you leave that opportunity with the zero. It's a huge loss, and I agree with that. I think if you're there – now, listen, fourth well, – finishes... can, I, can, I,
1: can I interject to ask you this, and I want you to finish, but let me just – because you were talking about – I think you guys are right, that that, like, the league is kind of, like, rigged everything in favor of offenses now, right? And that wasn't the case when Parcells was coaching the Giants back in the day, winning two Super Bowls, right? So if, if, if it's true that the right. league is rigged towards offense, and on the other, so it's easy to say, like, okay, great, fourth and two from the 18, we're going to take three points here. But then, like, if you're facing San Francisco or, like, the Chiefs or the Bills or a really good offense, great, you take three, and then they score seven and you're down by four. Like, I think you have to yeah, assume that the really 600%. good offense is going to score touchdowns.
2: No, right. Look, no, no, no. First of all, you just you just created this scenario that you kick three, and then they automatically score seven.
1: But you have to assume and that they're going to score seven. Like the offense, the good offense is going to score. It is rigged against. So the you're getting their
2: defense was stopping them the whole game, and their defense was playing with the lead, and their defense was playing with momentum. They went for it, they didn't get it, and that turned around, and all of a sudden they're on their heels. 49ers had more life, and they start going through them like butter. I mean, it was like they changed uniforms at that point. Like, like It's so blatantly obvious to me anyways, the psychological ramifications of that decision not working out was not worth it. I would rather risk trying to kick. Now, here's the thing, too. It was still a 48-yarder. I mean, it wasn't a fucking chip shot, right? If it's on the 30, you add 10 for the end zone. Is it 8 for the – Seven or eight. 17. 47. 17. 47, 48-yard field goal. So it's not... um, But I just think, like, psychologically, even for, like, the fans, they're going to cheer way more for stopping you on fourth down than a missed field goal. They're definitely going to have some life, but, like, you're risking turning this quiet stadium into Thunderdome, and that's that. That's what happened. There's no need to flex at the end there, Nick. It's some You get it. You went to the gym i did
0: <laughs> yeah i Just mean go. look man we could, i want to get you argue. some
2: leg warmers for your forearms <laughs> <laughs> then you get like a tank top so we can see all the artwork man <laughs> that does it it ends here man
1: that's that's all i got
2: does uh, it why
1: don't you keep going yeah. i'm going to i'm going to this is a true story my uh our first child is due in may and I would like to get my arm, my right arm finished before my daughter is born. And my wife is giving me a lot of shit. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to or not. But my plan is at some point what, this year. What is to get that,
2: that, that cost? Thing. What is that? If you um, actually go to somebody who knows what they're doing? Because you look like you co- have good work. I will say that.
1: Uh, co- like at least 2000 if not probably
2: more. So how much? So a sleeve is like is four grand.
1: Probably more, like, and if like you go into a good place, like you want a tip, like you take care of the person. Probably sleeve's probably more than like a full sleeve. At a, a guy who knows what he's doing is more than five grand for sure.
2: So Travis Barker is probably walking around with like what a hundred thousand dollars in
1: Hundred grand, grand, easy, and like the back, like wow. his back is pro his back alone is probably fifty grand, easy.
2: I never thought uh, about that.
1: Dude, I
0: you know, I actually can
2: see that. Ooh, look at that back man, piece. Gotta, he's got money.
0: <laughs> I, I want to go to Vegas with Nick, man. Or he's Nick a fucking is, idiot. Nick is the type of dude where if you go to the sports book with Nick in Vegas, Nick goes – like, Nick, it would be a fun – you know, he goes for it. Just, you know, I'll extra you parlays, two. bonuses. You
1: could see it. You could see it.
0: I, I would have fought will, with Nick
2: in the 80s, but now I, I – I, he's Nick is an emotional – he's an emotional man. He, he bets on emotions.
1: That is true. And I will I like say that sports. having gone – but then, then Ken is your guy. Well, that's not even true. Because I, like Ken, the, I like Ken. You, you stoic. lose it a little, bit in, the you, yeah. you a little
3: bit in the book. You lose it a little bit in the book. Yeah, go. but Bill, you made a pass line. Re- Do you play craps, Bill? You made a pass line reference like ten minutes ago.
2: Uh, I, I, you know, I know how to play the game, Apple. but it's stupid. No, you know what I what hate is, is, if you go, Can you take what me down, you know take off. Oh, you jinxing the shooter. It's like, am I supposed to just leave it out there till I lose everything? He's gonna crap out, and then when they would come in and change the fucking dice.
3: And you the guy immediately sevens up I was like, all right, fuck, this new stupid. you think that's you think there's like a cooler? You think that's a real thing?
0: Oh, absolutely, it's dude. When it's
2: experience, why are they changing the dice? And they don't change the dice when everybody's losing.
0: Dude, I played craps a lot in Vegas and I've been at tables where it was exploding and people were making money and they switched things and took, and people, a lot of people started to get upset, man. It was a momentum. I mean, listen, I know at the end of the day, it's a dice thing, but the feeling of the table and the people there, man, when they're rolling, you got to let them roll, man.
2: You What's your favorite roll? casino game? It he was in Detroit. They made Verzi take his <laughs> Air Jordans off. That's how, that's how much he was killing him.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? Pit mm-hmm. The came up. Uh, he's to take uh, off those uh, sneakers. Make t- 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 them t- 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 a little bit shorter and
2: he fucking crapped out. Wait, what? What happened, Paul? Hey, Paul, what, Paul, what happened? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding.
1: No, no, he's happen. kidding. He's kidding. Wow. That's unfortunate because uh, it sounded like yeah. it was going to be a really good story. It, sounded like it was a good story. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um Now listen, and I, I want you guys. And I'm. You I really have, think
2: uh, they're going to make you take your shoes off?
1: I don't. I, I don't know, man. Like I, the crazy. I, I was, on it was on these so casinos. ridiculous. You knew I was Indian fucking around. I'm sorry. Detroit? I don't
2: know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows?
1: All right, listen now. All right.
2: I'll give you that. Detroit might have thrown it off. Okay. Fair enough.
1: I know you guys will be honest. Uh can we do this again sometime? Feel free to say no. One hundred percent, only done.
2: if you agree to, to sing another hit song with me D- so, we just wrote. And, we should we should so copyright a, that before Taylor takes. This is it. a true story.
1: This is a, and I'm listen. I am saying this to gas us up. I I am candidly. We do that on the show like almost every day, like make up a song right. and just like ad lib the entire. So that happens a lot on the show. So we literally anytime. So I can write this down that Bill and Paul have both agreed to come on. You better, you bet again. Yes. I'll, I'll come
2: end. on. I was kind yes, of interested. Yeah. Now you're just getting like he sounded desperate. You know. I, will, well, I think yeah. You guys, this. you guys are yeah. You guys are huge. Desperate. Yes, it
1: helps us. Yeah. Of yes, <laughs> that's true. Yes, I am desperate to get. I didn't you back mean on. like that. Yeah. I'll yeah. come
2: yeah. on whenever you want. Just to listen
1: okay, to you great. fucking we'll talk to you tomorrow. at me
3: it was enjoyable. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll talk to you tomorrow. About four hours a day.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see you guys <laughs> tomorrow. It'll be awesome. All right. Uh, we appreciate it, guys. Thank
2: you so much for having us.
1: Well, I want to promote the podcast. And anything better oh. is the podcast. It's awesome. Uh, we both last, uh, laughed our asses off listening to it this morning. Presented by our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. All right. Uh, well, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All, All right. Guys, thanks, thank buddy. you.
2: Have a nice next-